found the Texas Steampunk Connection, your source for steampunk event information in the great free state of Texas. We also discuss books, films, comics, and games. Also, we enjoy visiting with the local steampunk luminaries. I'm Flavio. I'm Erica. And I'm Fax, your hosts. Thank you for tuning in, and now on to the episode. Welcome to Texas Steampunk Connection, Season 2, Episode 19. Oof. And the holidays are upon us. I'll say. <laughs> uh, we haven't had an episode for the entire month of November. Yep. Uh, we've we've been so busy. If you keep up with us and remember the last episode, we talked about all the things coming up. That's, exactly. that's what we were doing. We did yep, them. We did them. And, of course, Thanksgiving came and went. And, boy, that was a lot of food. I hope everyone else had a great Thanksgiving. I need more pie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Never have enough pie. Oh, yeah. It was Halloween last week last we recorded. Yep. yep. <laughs> or just before, just after Halloween. Wow. Yeah. So, speaking of all the stuff we did, we started off with uh, your little steampunk shindig. Right. Uh, November 5th, uh, steampunk shindig up at the Chalorain Ghost Town. I think it yeah. went rather well. We had a really great time. For our first year, just a sort of a... First attempt at a real steampunk event, mm-hmm. uh, for at least for me, I, I've never facilitated one before. I didn't do it myself. No, you uh, were you were in charge of the vendors. Right, right. And a shout out to uh, uh, Lisa Lamar, who organized the entertainers and got keys for organizing uh, games and really marketing. Uh, yeah, he did a lot of the marketing, a lot of we, the, we, the we flyers and everything. We pulled together something really, really fun. Uh, the we, awards. He made the awards. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, he yes. fire baked them or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. with one of our vendors, he helped him uh, bake some ceramic plaques, really, for awards for the different games. And uh, mostly a big thank you to you, the listeners, who came out to this event. Yeah. Uh, You're what makes it, you, you, you are what made it a success. Yeah, sure. we had we had a lot of people come out that I've never met before, which is exciting. Suddenly, there's all these new people in in fabulous new costumes, mm-hmm. and uh, we really had a really really good time. In fact, Erica, since I was busy pulling my hair out, you, she, didn't, you didn't look too flustered when I when I saw you anyway. Right, then again, good, good. I'm cool. I'm yeah, cool. You, you kept it cool, man. Although you did disappear for a little while, but I think you were in a casino. Uh, <laughs> but I was, I was busy vending myself, so I couldn't stray too far from my table. But Erica did a, a great uh, service to to all of us and uh, did a few short interviews mm-hmm. with uh, some of the vendors there across the day who uh, were helping us out and uh, making this an event. So why don't we roll that Sure, story? how many do you want to roll? All of them? Three of them? Yeah. We, okay. Yeah. All right. Good morning from the J. Lorraine Ghost Town. We're here on uh, Sunday, November 5th, for the Steampunk Shindig, first annual, we're hoping. Everybody's getting set up, and it looks great. Yeah, yeah. We'll be uh, signing in and uh, letting you know what's going on throughout the day. Yay! We are here at the Steampunk Shindig, and we are speaking with the wonderful artisan, how do you say it? Astra? Astra Designs. Astra with Astrea Designs. Okay. Uh, I got the name from a um, Greek goddess. Oh, okay. Um, But it's similar to my name, so just tacked on a little E and A at the end. All right. And uh, what kind of art do you do? I do body jewelry primarily, but also hand flowers, bracelets, necklaces, earrings, thigh chains. I just I started off doing necklaces and bracelets and more traditional stuff, but then I thought, well, there are more parts of our body we can decorate, so I should just branch out 
So now I do body jewelry adornments. All right. How long have you been doing this? I started making jewelry in 2003 when I first moved to Austin. My first job was working for a high-end jewelry company, and they trained me to do everything. And it just kind of got me going. So... And um, now you've branched out And here I am. I'm still making jewelry. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. Do you have a website? I do. I have an Etsy shop. Um, okay. Under Estrella Designs. I have an Instagram. Is your Instagram also called Estrella Designs? No, it's my, it's my handle that I've used forever. A-S-T-R-A-E-T-H-E-R is my Instagram. And I've got a Facebook page as well. All right, then. So check it out. Thank you. Thanks. Here we are at the Midnight Breeze Designs booth with the lovely proprietress. I'm Virginia Davis. Hi. Hi. So welcome. Thank How long you have you been much. making beautiful things? I've been making stuff since I was a kid, but doing this professionally for, I think, 17 years. Oh, my gosh. I started right when the planes hit the tower. I had given my notice as a therapist and decided to actually stick to that. Wow. Go ahead. So it's been a while. Okay. I mostly do Renaissance and steampunk Victorian. Okay. But thank goodness for steampunk because now you can sell Victorian things, which are my favorite. Yeah? Yeah. To wear and to, and to sew or just to sew? If I had time to make my own stuff, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love wearing this stuff. All right. Like certain people look good in certain things, and that's one of the ones I like a lot. All right. Well, thank you so much. Do you have a website? I do. It's midnightbreezedesigns.com. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. We are here at the Steampunk Shindig, and we are talking to the wonderful glass artist... Rihanna Novi with Fairy Glen Glass. And how long have you been doing this? About 15 years. Oh, your stuff is so beautiful. I wish that we were video instead of audio format. This is amazing. Do you have a website? I do. It's www.fairyglenglass. So it's F-A-I-R-I-E-G-L-E-A-N-N-G-L-A-S-S.com. All right. It's the Gaelic spelling, so. Oh, wow. You have amazing work. It's very unique, and I like it a lot. Well, thank you very much. Hope to see you out here. All right. Thanks. The name of your booth and what you have here. My mom makes all the pottery here. It's Mudslinger Pottery. She's been doing it for over 40 years. Wow. Um, I do the spray painting uh, and 16-gauge uh, sheet metal. Oh, cool. Wow. Cool, cool. Do you have a website? No, we do. Or I have a Facebook. Okay. So what's your Facebook business name? Death's Craft. Death's Craft. Yeah. Okay. And Mudslinger Pottery, is that a website? Or no. Oh, just a... Just show. a business. Just a business. No Facebook? Nothing? She has a phone number. Oh, okay. 512-243-0360. And where does she usually vend and where can she usually be found? She does a number of different farmer's markets mm -hmm. and she also has a shop at 9000A Highway 183 South. All right. Awesome. Thanks so much. Sure. Appreciate it. Thank you, Verica, for all that. That was our vendors. And some of them. Some of them. You yeah. were a vendor there too. Yes, uh, I was. You, I, I don't think never, I'm going to put mine in there. <laughs> but you'd never vended before. No, I have not. Um, and I know you you actually uh, sold a, a couple of pieces. I did. I sold like three. One was of Nikola Tesla, and the other ones were one was a pirate ship, and I forgot what the other one was exactly. I think it was an airship, you know, like a with the balloon and the gondola kind of thing. You know. Did you have a good time? Oh yeah, I had a blast. Excellent. You know, and of course, and you know, we we of course we did the costume contest, which I think the winners uh, definitely that, deserved it. That was difficult. There were a <laughs> lot of great costumes. Yep. I get really excited at any event. That there's, <laughs> 
there's fun costumes and get to see what people are making. There weren't very many fake mustaches, so there was a de- no. there was a definite winner. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations, yeah. Jason. Jason was our our only fake mustache wearer, but he looked sharp. Yeah. It, had, had I not known it was a fake mustache, I think I might have been fooled. <laughs> he should try to grow that mustache for reals. <laughs> he started collecting mustache wax and stuff and work, work it good. And we had almost 40 different belly dancers yep. and performers, thanks to Lisa Lamar. We didn't get a chance to, to interview them this time because there was just too much happening by by then right yeah this this whole shindig was centered around lisa lamar's idea yeah uh, she yeah. wanted to put on belly dancing and she just put up steampunk and <laughs> yeah. sucker and yeah we rode her coattails all the way to the show and she's stressing out i think more than any of us but it, she should and it worked out really well i mean and it's, not, and it's not the first one she's she's it's not the first show she's put on there you know she's put on other belly dancing shows there so she has that part down mm-hmm. <laughs> she just picks a different theme each time yep and I think we, uh, between her established practice or her established shows mm-hmm. and us adding on, it was probably the biggest, the biggest show she's she's had. Probably so. That's At probably least. why she was stressing out. But it worked. It's oh, okay, it Lisa. Fantastic. It was awesome. Can't wait to do it again. What another six months? Maybe. <laughs> uh, she said she's only energy level only able to do it once a year. So uh, maybe around this time next year. Right. Okay. Maybe a little earlier. Uh, that's why. That's why I was saying six months. So maybe like nine months, ten months, maybe. <laughs> okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> well, if you went a little earlier, okay, eleven months. <laughs> wow. So I mean, that was that. Then I think later that week you went to the mixer in San Marcos again, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I was yeah. again. I was unable to make this one because of work. Mm-hmm. What, what happened to that one? Was anything special? Steampunk Lamp Factory. They had Carl uh, Anthony doing his hip hop rhyming. Smooth funk. I don't even know what to call his music. It's it's, it's got a little bit of everything. But uh, he's he's definitely got a very uh, um, I like the Marvin Gaye sounding voice. It's a, little, a lot of butter and uh, <laughs> his background music that I think he's got friends who who cut that together for him. It's not like he sampled a bunch of things, but it is real professional sounding, and uh, he's he's really good. I, I'm not really into modern hip-hop but uh his his stuff was really cool i don't know what else to to say about that but uh, he, he was did he do a set or was he playing throughout the night or what was how did he uh yeah i think he he did a couple of sets okay and um he's just sort of got this he's got a cell phone bluetooth to a speaker okay and, and he plays he, his music he, through that plays a track and he knows where all the breaks are and and so it sounds like he's he's got his act, he's polishing his act pretty well. Yeah, yeah, awesome, yeah, really good. And of course, everybody was dressed up and anything. Who anybody win a costume contest this time? Uh, wasn't me. Wasn't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was more was that the, was that the Halloween theme? No, no, that was a that was a previous one. I think um, it was just a a very just a, know, it was a mixer hanging um, out. Yeah, hanging out. Okay, uh, yeah, like like we normally do. Because the last time I was there was the movie one, but that was on a Saturday night, Tropolis, wasn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. there's going to be another know. movie night, uh, hopefully sometime. Yeah, he was talking about having it by now, but I never saw anything come out. So, and then the next no. mixer is happening in a couple weeks, and then that'll be it for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yep. I, hopefully, I'll be able to make the next <laughs> one, but we'll talk about that when the time comes. But it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, 
As it always is, yeah. He's, it's a really it's a really nice place, as we said many times before, and we'll keep saying it every time. But he had a really good turnout. So you know, some of these, he has a bigger crowd than others. You know? Right, right. But this is one of the good ones as far as, as the crowd. It started a little slow, but people trickled in. And awesome. by the end, everybody was having a great time. It's sort of uh, unfortunate that we have to leave as early as we do because we have work in the morning. Right. But everybody else stays till I don't know when. <laughs> they have the after party and the after after party probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jim has fascinating grasp of the history of the building that their store is located in. Uh, he was telling us about during Prohibition, this what is now his store used to be some other something, and uh, it was a hangout for some hangout gang. for bootleggers, bootleggers. Yes, bootleggers. So I, don't, and, I think uh, they did. Did they distill there in the mm-hmm. building? Yep, they distilled there in the building, played cards, and apparently in the tin ceiling, original tin ceiling of the of the uh, establishment, there are you can see bullet holes from when things got a little excited. Wow! And the the people shot at each other, and then he had stories about during the '60s and '70s when there used to be happenings down in the now it's I think the Wonderworld Cave or something. A little tourist attraction there, but back in the day they would have bands down there and oh, okay. <laughs> and kind of you know hippie parties, hippie parties. where you have was live a, music. Na- and I think you, I think you mentioned that before. It was National Bridge Caverns where they oh, okay. were in, right? Yeah, you know, and, one uh, of the caves. Yeah, yeah. So so he has a lot of a lot of really neat history of of San Marcos, and apparently there was a hotel in San Marcos that had a murder uh, around the turn of the century. And uh, I would love to know more details about that. He said that would be a really great novel to, for someone to write, you know, historical, based in historical fact. So uh, if you ever get a chance to just chat with Jim Lehman, he is an amazing Renaissance man. And yeah, yeah. really, and we, and we keep saying we need to get him on the podcast. Uh-huh. Every, every time we, I talk to him, I'm like, yeah, we got to get him on this show. Yeah, he knows so much local history of San Marcos, and his family's been there for a long time. And he just knows. So many interesting things. Then what did we do? (laughs) Well, Uh, let's see. Then we went to the big one, Steampunk November. The big one. That's right. That was only a week later. So many things happening so close together. This is Steampunk season. It it really is. It really is. Um, (laughs) Once again, it was a blast. I mean, it didn't seem like there was many people as the year before, but I had a great time. You know, just they, they did did some more expansion. Yep. I don't think they did quite as much as as last year. No, they just they'd open up the back area for more vendors mm-hmm. essentially, mm-hmm. and they kind of and they and they, they had tried a, to have a, a real hot air balloon, but uh, it kept getting too windy. <laughs> yeah, but it was balloon, cool as we were yeah. driving up. When I was driving up to it, you can see over the top of the trees, the very top of the balloon mm-hmm. it was light sort up, sort of a glowing yeah. thing behind the trees, like oh. It's the aliens. Yeah, yeah. The they scary found thing. Me. Yeah. Then they the funny thing me. was, is by the time I got there, it was gone. You know, they already took it down. So that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't think I was that far away. But yeah, they had they had stages. They uh, they had all kinds of acts. Our favorite escape artist was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Judas um, and Magnolia. They were they they did like three shows a day for yeah, three days. They were all over they the place. Busy. Frenchie and the Punk was back. And they got to stay for longer. Last year, they, they were like there for Friday, and then they left. Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Yeah, they um, got to stay for the whole weekend, and Scott did a set by himself. Yeah, I think he did like one, one or two, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he did one on the main on the main stage that they were playing on. Then he did one over on the steam po- on the saloon, on oh, the okay. saloon porch. He did one there. I didn't, okay, I missed that one. Yeah, I saw him setting up. I didn't really hear him play, but he was setting up there. 
and even even Judas was doing his little solo escape acts, mm-hmm. you know, every once in a while around the around the place. He did one inside the saloon as well, so they did that. And where we recorded last time when we were in that little garden area, the secret garden, or right. whatever, the we recorded there. The only place we could find was far enough away from two stages <laughs> right. that we didn't get overrun with by both of them. They decided to make that a stage as well. <laughs> Put a new stage there, right? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there was no place anywhere we could record out there. <laughs> but, but we did, yeah, get to meet. The Wind Mills, yeah. Again, we we met him at previous events last spring, but uh, he was out there doing his uh, loop track guitar performance. And yep. he's he's I'm good. more impressed with him. Yeah, the more I see him, he's really good. And his lady friend vended at the Steampunk Shindig and also at Steampunk November. Yeah. Flamingo uh, something. Flamingo Designs. Yeah, Flamingo right, Designs. Yeah. She does uh, jewelry and wire wrap work that mm-hmm. I, I'm really impressed with, and. Yeah, they they were a lot of fun. We kind of got to hang out with them a bit. Uh, <laughs> she uh, she was in the far corner of the new space on the, yeah, right, of the event. right next to where the hot air balloon hot air balloon was supposed to be. Where Which is or could was. have been a high traffic area, except there were no balloons, so she was sort of stuck. And we were talking to her whether she liked it or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there was also two food trailers out there this time instead of just Sometimes. the one. Well, yeah, the the. <laughs> Barbecue sandwich one was a little bit of a late arrival on Saturday. So last year they had one food truck for the whole event, and it was like spaghetti, right? Yeah, some, yep, spaghetti. And you can only eat so much spaghetti in a weekend before you're like, no, no more, no, please. <laughs> this year the uh, uh, they, they put a pizza truck there. Pizza truck, right? It was a big truck <laughs> because it had a whole pizza oven, right? Like a stone pizza oven built into the truck. Which was actually pretty cool. Yeah, they made a good, really good. They made a good pizza, except for the kale. What the hell? (laughs) Damn it! I hate kale. They they put that on pizza. I ordered a sausage pizza and had sausage and and kale. I don't. I (laughs) didn't ask for that. What did I do to you? (laughs) Kale is a punishment. And and there was another barbecue. There was another food truck, a barbecue truck, over where the balloon was supposed to be. And right, it was there on Friday night, and then on Saturday it didn't show up until late. Until yeah. pretty late. Until yeah, until for us after supper time. But it stuck around until they closed. True, but it was like good. 11. I mean, it was good. I, I did get something from them, and they were pretty good as well. Because by then you were tired of pizza. Yeah, true. <laughs> They'll get it together. But yeah, I mean, they tried. They did. They did the expansion again. They cleared out more space for more vendors. And they and apparently did a lot of improvements in the camping area, which we don't camp. So yeah, yeah. They, they added a bathroom and shower. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's an yeah. actual flushing toilet. For we the thought that was another people. stage, but um, <laughs> the potty stage. <laughs> apparently, that's not a show. Sorry, <laughs> not legally anyway. Yeah, we don't. We're not really interested in talking about that. If that's right, your but, once, thing. but once again, that was it. Was a good time, and I look forward to it again next year. They also changed one of their policies. I think we knew about it and told you right. beforehand. Last year, it was and B- years B-Y-O-B? before, it was a BYOB event. You brought your own bottle and you just checked it in at the saloon, and you could go to the saloon and just get, ask for it, get, yeah. get what you wanted from your bottle throughout the day. But they could make sure that you weren't like falling down drunk. At the event, they mm-hmm. had sort of a handle on that. And then they sold mixers, soda waters, and that sort of thing. Right. But this year, they, they worked they, with someone or got their own liquor license because it was no longer BYOB. They were the a, a full bar. They had a full bar there, so you 
they would mix you whatever you wanted, and they had uh, beers from. Do you remember who the who the Texas I, Ale Project? Yeah, Texas Ale. It yeah. was good beer. They were good beer, and, and I met the brewer briefly, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's he's like, "How do you think?" I, I complimented him on his beer, and apparently, I got the last one of that particular. Yeah, um, late afternoon Saturday, yeah. they sold all their beer. Yep, it Except was sold for out. The clear beer that we don't drink. Yeah, nothing with the word light in it. No, no. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Texas one of the major breweries, not from Texas Ale Project. Right, all his beers right. sold out. <laughs> But he got more. I yep. mean, I, I think he made another delivery that night. So, uh, you know, we were we were well taken care of. And it's nice to have the brewer right on on site, right? To, to hang know. out. And I bet see he was. Going on. He, I'm, I'm sure he was really happy to see that his beer was selling really well. So. <laughs> Didn't say light on it. So yeah, yeah. I know, right? Always a huge, well, fairly fast moving, but there was always a line for the bar. So I think that I think that having the bar definitely was a good financial decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they probably made some money off of that. So that's good. In years past, they well, last year was our first event, but getting in was hella cheap. It was this year too, and the vendors. I know last year I was told paid like thirty thirty five dollars a booth. A pretty good booth fee, yeah. And I don't think they. I don't think it was any more expensive this year. Our no. friend Kristen. She doubled her space. She doubled her space and doubled the price. Right. But, you know. And she moved She moved to a different area next to the saloon, and it was much better for her. She had a much better time, I think, there but, than previously. I mean, vending for $70 for a 10 by 20 is crazy awesome. Yeah. Especially for, for an established event, which gets as much traffic as this one gets. Mm-hmm. It'd be crazy not to vend there if you're into, uh, if you've got a, a steampunk-related business that... You know, is appropriate to this sort of thing. A lot of good vendors, a lot of good shopping, a lot of good music, a lot of good dancers. It was just a good time all around. I think we we tried, we told you you needed to come out to this thing. I, I hope I hope you came. All right, tell uh, us what you thought of it. I know it's late and it's been a few weeks, but you know we're we're a little behind, so we're catching up here. Yeah, yeah. Tell us. Uh, did you see us? Yeah. Did, some did some people said they know. saw us and never said hello again. Come on, man. It's just <laughs> us. I know. We were just sitting there. It's you, Thax. You have resting bitch face. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Sorry. I, I just look like that. Don't, don't pay attention. But it's, it's just his face. It's okay. <laughs> Wow, yeah, so that once again, that was a really good weekend. We were there Friday night all the way to Sunday afternoon or su- late Sunday afternoon before we took off. Yep, we didn't camp. We stayed in a hotel 10, 15 minutes away, which was probably the most expensive part of, of the event, and I'm not complaining about that. It's no. way better than camping. <laughs> I, be- I agree. I am not a camper, <laughs> even though apparently from one of our previous podcasts, episodes that if you go camping in the woods and drink paint you can come back with magical powers i'm not willing to risk that <laughs> remember that drink paint alistair crowley yeah he drank oh, paint oh yeah the last episode <laughs> that was weird yeah no thank you i will stay in my hotel room where they have a nice bed and nice pillows and hot water and all the good things yep that's my kind of camping yeah i mean yeah so after that we went on a new we went to a new to us Dickens on Main and Bernie. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's been going on for some time. Yes. Yeah, it's like, what, 25 years or more? It, it's it's pretty well established. Dickens Fair. Bernie is just north of San Antonio. I'd never been there before, but it's a... Well, it's it, just west of San Antonio. We're it? north. I was lost. Northwest-ish. Sure, yeah. It's, it's up by, over it's there. It's up by 10 toward El Paso, but not very far. I don't know where far. I was. 
driving facts. This is not good. Flavia said turn here. I turn here. Right. You, you drive south of San Antonio, take a right. Yep. South of San Right. So that's north, right? It's west. Damn. <laughs> we are already north of San Antonio. Anyway, it's a mystery <laughs> town in the middle of nowhere. I don't know how I got there or how I got home. And uh, sure enough, they had their main street blocked off and it, they had a lot of people there. Yeah. yeah. And it was pet friendly. Steampunk November is not pet friendly, which I I totally agree with that that decision. That's you know they're right. They have private property. You know they have animals on site. So yes. And you don't know what your you know yeah your some you don't patron's animal is going to act like if they're going to misbehave yeah. or poop so. all over everything. You don't know. You don't know. So I I totally admire that stance. That's awesome. So we found a, somebody pet sit for us that weekend, and it worked out fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Bernie, it was just a little day trip. So we thought, well, let's take our dog and see what he thinks. See if he They have behaves. a corgi named Memphis. <laughs> Everybody loved him. So we, we put on, a, we had a little velvet collar made out of jingle bells for Memphis to wear. I think he really likes it. <laughs> I think he likes he, the jingle collar, He likes too. to dress up and likes to jingle. Yeah, I think he just likes making noise. So... Uh, <laughs> So and we put on our our nice yeah our our best outfits costumes yeah. and we went down and walked up and down Dickens on Main. They yeah. had a uh, ice slide was rapidly mm-hmm. melting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And carriage rides yeah. and it's a petting zoo. Petting zoo, yes. Where, which Memphis didn't really care about. <laughs> no, but the 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 baby goats were fascinated by yeah. him. The big they sheep came over too. Him around. Yeah. I think if they had let the baby goats out of their enclosure, they would have just followed Memphis anywhere. <laughs> he didn't even have to hurt them. They just no. follow them. <laughs> and Dickens on Main did not have a problem with uh, food trucks. They had no. them lined up. Food everywhere. Uh, yeah. Everywhere. There must have been maybe a dozen trucks mm-hmm. with different things. If I got some fajita tacos, they were good. <laughs> yep. And there was a there were a couple of bars, a place that had a patio that we sat and got a beer that was really good. Yeah, there was a was that a brewery there, a brew, brew pub that we had that the oh, second yeah. beer yeah. was. Yeah, the place was yeah. a brew pub. The Cypress Cypress Creek, I believe. Oh, that first place I paid nine bucks for a twelve ounces of beer. That was a little painful. Ouch. Yeah, well, trap. yeah, definitely Dude, a tourist trap from yeah. Austin. So you know you just have to suck it up. Yep. Yep. But then the the little brewery that we found, I felt like I was getting a deal at seven dollars, <laughs> but then it was like a a, a sixteen ounce. Yeah, it, it was, was a, a pint. Yeah, yeah, it was a good, good price, good beer too. Good, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's not the real story. No, oh, the real story. <laughs> we found uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Dickens on Main. So when we got there, we started on on one end of the what two block, uh, two three blocks, yeah. And and in one parking area in front of a building where there were food vendors and stuff set up, there was a. Uh, a temporary building mm-hmm. with Santa Claus inside. I think I heard rumors of reindeer in there as well. Oh. <laughs> I didn't uh, see them, but I heard somebody talking about going to see the reindeer. But there was definitely it was definitely Santa. People yeah. were getting pictures with him. There was a line, you know, halfway down yeah, the block. Yeah, pretty good line. To get pictures with Santa, we did not. We did not get pictures of Santa because no, no. line. But uh, you know, we sort of noted and and, and moved on. And, Went down, yeah, right? had our had our beers and checked out the vendors. And mm-hmm. Yeah, so an hour or two or so later, we've gone through the whole thing and down at the other end of the three block area, <laughs> sort of around a 
the corner, dark yeah. corner where not a lot of people are paying attention. Kind it's of, kind of, yeah, alley. behind some food vendors There's as well. There's this handwritten placard that says, <laughs> pictures with Santa, $10, $10, upstairs. And an arrow pointing up some back alley stairs. <laughs> so, <laughs> there, there was a back alley Santa. There's no line. Um, there were no elves. There was no tinsel. There was nothing... Christmas-like or festive about this <laughs> sinister <laughs> tableau. Yeah, we were talking to some lady because she saw us in our steampunk outfits, and then even because and the whole time we're talking to her, I kept looking at the sign like, "What is going on?" And even she turned around and said, "Isn't that creepy?" <laughs> oh, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> so, so wow, and that's when we got our first brush with back alley Santa. <laughs> we did not. Bra- we were not brave enough to go up there. <laughs> Or curious enough, I guess. We just laughed and moved on. But, but we've we, been thinking about it ever since. Like we should have gone and checked it out. Just a, we probably missed to report. out yeah. on some kind of adventure. Yeah. Oh, the there. stories we could have found, we could have made. We, we still might. We'll make up something. That's Santa 3, Back Alley Santa, coming soon to you. I think I've seen memes of Back Alley Santa oh, really? pop, pop up every Christmas so, but we found his location. We know where he in is. The actual back alley. <laughs> <laughs> but oh man, yeah, that the only uh, place South Pole elves. <laughs> Does that mean they're left-handed? Oh, oh no, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I I I really don't know. It's hard to tell, but I'm pretty sure Dickens on Maine did not authorize him officially. <laughs> he was probably just taking advantage of what was going on. <laughs> Back alley Santa loves a hustle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then we found that that house that was for sale. Oh yeah, right next to the brewery. Right next to the brewery. Oh, right. oh yeah. That yeah. that is not a house. That's well, it well, used to be a house. It's been converted. Huge. Yeah. Twenty four hundred square feet. It's been converted to a business business building, but mm-hmm. it, it used to be a house. I think it's zoned for business. It is now. Probably, like there, I'm saying, there in the main yep. street business district. So yeah, we we spent some time imagining what we could do in this house. Selling cigars or or chocolate or something. Stuff. Why not both? Why not both? All the good things. We could be exotic, luxurious delicacies. Dispensary in Bernie, Texas, (laughs) (laughs) or or whatever. I don't know. That was fun though. Something to compliment the 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 brewery next door, you know. And the restaurants nearby and all of that. Yes. But alas, it's of course it's just a dream, or is it? (laughs) (laughs) So that's another thing that. uh, we've, yeah. we've mentioned it ahead of time, but it was worth going to if you're in San Antonio or near that area mm-hmm. uh, and you haven't made it next year. And, uh, and, and if you have a corgi, take them because everybody loves the corgis. <laughs> there were a lot of people Memphis, with dogs. Yeah, but, but Memphis was getting stopped like every 10 feet, every 5 feet. Somebody was stopping to pet the dog. <laughs> and he didn't mind. He like seemed to like the attention. Yeah, and he was totally chill with other dogs, which in our neighborhood, when we take him walking in the morning, he is not chill with the other dogs. He barks at them. He's, he's not a morning dog. Well, it's just, I think he thinks that the park is his. Oh, okay. So he's just like, this is my park, get away. <laughs> but we were in some place that wasn't his, so he didn't have to be territorial with the other dogs that we passed by. Or maybe there was just so much stuff going on that he didn't have time to... Mm. To think about it. With anybody. Yeah. But he, so. but he, he, was, he was really well behaved, and, but everybody loved him. He had a fun time, and he slept real good that night. 
Yeah, that oh, brings man. us to this last week. Yeah, last right? weekend, the, another big one. Dickens on the Strand in Galveston. And that was, once again, a good time. Also took your Corgi Memphis, and everybody loved them there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, Memphis you know. says hello to all of his fans. <laughs> uh, this was... Pretty kind of the same size. Yeah, as it just more Maine. spread out over a few blocks. Uh, it, yeah, uh, they didn't they didn't cram it into a couple six square blocks roughly. Yeah. Three blocks up and two across. Mm-hmm. It's the best. It's the same grid they use every year. Yeah, yeah, and uh, th- this is the the oldest Dickens festival on, in the state. They've been doing this for almost fifty years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the weather was awesome. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Finally. This was sort of a running joke with the. Uh, uh, Dickens on the Strand. Last year, it rained so heavily, it flooded, and they had to postpone it and do it the next weekend. And Which, of course, hurt its attendance. I'm told. Right well, here. we didn't. We didn't go. Yeah, we didn't and go. And then it rained and flooded again that weekend. Yeah, it oh, was, did it? Oh, okay, it was yeah. complete mess. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The year before that, it was hot as balls. Just, I mean, you know, 80 degree weather. The year before that, it was it cold. Was, yeah, super cold. Oh. Bitter winds, just very, very, very unpleasant. Uh, it was. It made it real nice to hide inside the, a pub and <laughs> warm up. Take a take a booth butt. and right. cram as many people as you can in there and get some beers. That was fun, but ooh, it's so cold. Yeah, I felt bad for the vendors. Yeah. But that, but that was years ago. Yeah. Of course, I'm sure the al- the the, al- the alpaca booth was probably selling a lot <laughs> at that time. I had a pair of gloves that yeah. year at the alpaca booth. Yeah. I have them still. Oh, and Memphis met the alpacas. He didn't care Once about them again, either. He was completely indifferent. The brown alpaca was very curious about Memphis. I'm not sure if he was wanted like, to be friends or, or defensive or something. Or, yeah. But he was keeping an eye on him. He was sort yeah. of. A, I don't want to say aggressive, but he was super fascinated, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he was really was, watching wherever he went. Yeah. What, what is that? What the heck? What, what is that? <laughs> it was pretty funny. But thus far, the, the famous corgi herding instincts have not kicked in, and Memphis no. has no interest whatsoever in yeah, herding man. anyone, except for maybe us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um,. Yeah, everybody loved them there. We walked every 10 feet or so, and somebody stopped to pet, pet the corgi. It was fun. Yeah. Some people were acting like they never saw a corgi before in their life. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> tell them. Yeah, tell them. One little girl walks up, and she says, they do exist. It's like it's a unicorn or something. It's like she just met Santa Claus, but for real. <laughs> they do exist. <laughs> oh. Yes, Virginia, there is a corgi clause. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that definitely stood out for uh, Dickens on the Strand versus Dickens on Maine is so many more costumes Definitely uh, on the Strand. There was um, one guy at Bernie that was really happy to see us because he was, he was dressed up. The only other guy. That's not true. He was not the only other guy, but there were very, very few. Only a few. Um, he, yeah, he came running up to us like, oh, thank God, more people in costumes. <laughs> thank you. So next year for, for Dickens on Main and Bernie, we need to get a big steampunk contingent together and maybe all meet at a certain time or yes, something. Yes, that's yeah. a great a plan. Walk up get together a, a real crew and, yeah. and go out. I did see a few other steampunks, mm-hmm. uh, at least a couple out there, because they really stand out amongst all the, the normal people. Right. And then this last weekend on the Strand, I saw them again. 
the same people the same same people i should have come up and said hey didn't i see you last weekend because they they were sharp looking Mm -hmm. nice i I don't know who they are (laughs) right well yeah definitely a lot more people dressed up at dickens on the strand and galveston Mm -hmm. but a lot of them they're not necessarily steampunks they're just dressing up because it's victorian right right and it's that's what they're celebrating and everything but they did not have a steampunk square this year i know dickens on the strand they kind of had a row they had a, they kind of clustered them. They they blocked off the area that used to be Steampunk Square, and it was just extra parking. And then what? Because would have been people the, were paying twenty dollars for parking. Yeah, and, and what would have been the entrance to Steampunk Square, since it had a little fence behind it, they just turned it into a quote stage unquote, which is just a empty area of <laughs> sidewalk. Yeah, <laughs> where people could set up their stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but there was, was a lot of great music and entertainment. Uh, the lady that's doing the little tightrope walk sort of thing. That, that was a strange show. Yeah, she was a... She I was think it had been a long day. Tightrope yeah. walker, but she she's was like a... Very soft-spoken. Tiny, soft-spoken, older lady. She's like like grandma. But then she's climbing up these big dudes who are carrying this post that she's going to walk across. It's weird. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> and they had... Uh, lit up Christmas trees at the various little... They have sort of little one-block square parks down in mm-hmm. the Strand. There's mm-hmm. several little areas. And so they had Christmas trees set up and lights. And it was very festive. Corn dogs. Spirit. <laughs> funnel cake. Oh, Sasha's on a stick. I got a funnel cake. It was so good. <laughs> turkey legs. Oh, yeah. Um, Memphis chicken, was super keen yeah. on the turkey legs. <laughs> he Basically. was also super keen at whatever fell onto the cement... <laughs> By That's the end true. of the night, he was just completely in a frenzy because there was so much garbage. In the <laughs> he was like, and the, "Yay!" The prevalent came early. <laughs> the prevalent beer was St. Arnold's, and that was pretty good. St. Beer. Arnold's is a good beer. That's that's uh, out of Houston, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Houston area. Um, yeah, they had. It's it's like one of the oldest. I mean, not the oldest, but it. Uh, it's one of the older craft breweries that I know of in this state. Yeah, there were there were several if serving stations all over. The Christmas so. ale, you should. And then they had what was the Christmas the, or the porter? It was wagon staff or something. Wh- <laughs> Wagenstein. Waggler wag something. <laughs> something like that. It was good. <laughs> it was good too. <laughs> Wagenstein. <laughs> oh. I mean, yeah, Dickens on the Strand. It was. I mean, it's just it's just a good time. I mean, you have vendors, people dressed up, music, beer. What's not to like? No, oh, and and you get it for half price if you come in costume. This is true. So, it's fifteen dollars normally, or has and, been. Yeah, uh, and, but it was it was eight dollars. They they charged me eight dollars, which is not yeah. exactly half price. But they rounded up. Yeah, they round up. They <laughs> so stiffed us. Eight dollars oh, if you're in costume. <laughs> totally worth it. Yep. Totally worth it. It's a really fun time. The, the carolers are wonderful. The musicians are wonderful. The people in costume are wonderful. Uh, the atmosphere is great because all those buildings down there date from, uh, you know, 1905 or so. Mm-hmm. And Tall Ship Alyssa. Tall Ship Alyssa is a guest star of the, of the, sh- of the Dickens on the Strand. Uh, with your admission to Dickens on the Strand, you get a tour of the ship. Which, which we didn't get a, to do this year. Which is a, a still working operational... A uh, cargo ship that's a uh, hundred years old. It, it's uh, a sailing ship, mm-hmm. and there's a diesel engine, mm-hmm. right? So it's. Um, I saw these flyers for apparently there's going to be 
more of those come into the town to Galveston. Yeah, they have a big really? like a convention type thing mm-hmm. or show. Oh. We'll we'll update you on that and and that let you know. That sounds fantastic. Because Galveston's fun. Yeah, Galveston it is. is just so much. It's just such a great little place. It's it's everything is close. It's not too. If you no matter where you stay, you're going to be pretty close to wherever you want to go on the island. Uh, yeah, depend, yeah, depending on where you stay, you might as well. You can just walk to the Galvez, to the strand. Mm-hmm. We've know, done that, we, which we used to do. This time, our hotel was a little too far to walk, but you know. we were on the seawall, which is <laughs> basically the opposite side of the island, right, which from, is still only like three miles, four miles, mm-hmm. you know, away. But it feels but if a lot you're further. You can walk all day yeah. at um, yeah. It at feels the a lot strand. further when you're walking. Yeah, but yeah, and then I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, Sunday it was foggy, yeah. and we went to the beach, and Memphis had never seen the beach before, so he had... That we know of. That, or, that we know maybe of. Maybe he has seen the beach before and just really enjoys it, but he went <laughs> he, nuts. He seemed to enjoy it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had the best time. He just rolled around in the sand and ran around and just <laughs> had a good time. I know what I was going to say. Yes. S- shrimp and stuff. They have another. They have another store right there in the Strand area, and it was a nice little alcove just off the, you know, off the street, and it was nice. No waiting. Good food. It was perfect. You know? It was not easy to see with all the 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 Dickens stuff around, but uh, it's sort of a a nice higher end bistro of, of seafood and and tasty things. Uh, they had another. They have an older. The original. Right, original shrimp and stuff, um, some miles away, and it's it's more it's more of the people. (laughs) You go up to a booth and you order what you want, and everything's fried, and they give you a number, which has its charms. But uh, yeah, but but downtown shrimp and stuff is definitely more upscale. They have Mater D who will seat you, (laughs) (laughs) and our waitress was great. She was she was super great. The green beans are fresh. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I made a comment about frozen green beans, and I offended her. But they were. They were very fresh. Uh, fantastic green beans. Our doggo is sort of crazy. He likes green beans. <laughs> I don't know. What, what else is there to talk about other than next time everyone else is like, oh, we everyone should we should all go to all these things together. Yes. <laughs> you know. That way you won't miss the fact that we didn't have a show for the month of November quite as much. Right, because you'll be just as busy as we were. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why we have this show. To tell you what's coming up so you can go to it and have a good time like we do. Exactly. Yes. Or maybe so we don't have to anymore. We'll live vicariously through you for a, for a change. <laughs> but I, but I like, I like going to these things. <laughs> well, there's more things. There's, there's always more things. There's yeah. stuff going on next weekend. Yep, that's true. We'll talk about that in, in a while. <laughs> we are not done with the year yet. Yeah, there like I said, it, it, is steam, it is steampunk season. Yes. <laughs> Forget about Christmas season. This is steampunk season. Hooray! <laughs> Should so. probably wrap this up. Yep. We're going to play some music and come back with the rest of the season's adventures coming up in December. Yeah, there's, there's still a lot coming up, so we'll be right back.
we're back. That was Abney Park, Carol of the Bells. Merry Christmas, everybody, and Happy New Year and all the Happy other holidays. Holidays. So, so many holidays. All of the other holidays. All the holidays. <laughs> okay, so we have a lot of stuff coming up in the last few weeks of December. <laughs> a lot of stuff. You, it's it's there, steampunk season. There's no reason for you to be bored. Starting off with next weekend, Dax. Uh, yeah, let me start with uh, starting December 9th at Kick Butt Coffee House in North Austin. Dead Horse Creek is playing. It's a band we just discovered out of San Marcos. They're sort of a weird West band. Kind of on, the, on, the, on the hard type rock. Hard rock. Along with The Butts, Sorted <laughs> Scoundrels, and Wolf Dork. It's going to be know, interesting. I don't know any of those. Yeah, we're, bands, we're going in blind, but we're gonna, we're going to go check them out. Hopefully, they'll be they'll be fun. It um, is. A, it's a kids friendly all ages show, um, and covers a dollar. <laughs> a whole that might that dollar. might have been misprinted. I don't know. <laughs> might be ten or something. I, I don't know. Just says a dollar. So there's going to be money. a cover apparently. <laughs> yeah, bring some cash. Um, they, they, these guys caught your eye because they were wearing goggles. Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, it was recommended to me, and uh, it was a sort of a weird-looking okay. cowboy band with I'm into goggles. It. My, my, one of my favorite bands is Ghoul Town. That's pretty much what they look like. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. And Kickback Coffee House obviously serves coffee and a, a good selection of beers. That's true. Uh, so you'll be well uh, well set. Okay. What's next? That's next week. Okay. On December 15th, the weekend after that, is a new festival called Wild West Victorian Fest. This is happening in Kerrville, Texas, which is also west of San Antonio, a little further than Bernie. What, north? <laughs> Don't confuse people. It's off of I-10 going toward El Paso, west of San Antonio. But it's nowhere near El Paso. It's just in that direction. Oh, north then. No. <laughs> Stop okay. it. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> this is starting on the 15th. Uh, it's a, it's going to be a, it's a steampunk festival with a western flavor. It's an outdoor and indoor festival. There's going to be an evening ball, a séance, a steampunk concert featuring artist Marquis de Vaudeville, music, crafts, food, entertainment, and games. It, it sounds like it's just a convention outdoors, you know, with um, with a concert and a ball afterwards. There is a price tag on it. Um, I don't remember. It's not that expensive to get in. Uh, regular gate tickets are fourteen ninety five. If you buy them in advance on their website, it's eleven ninety five. Uh, kids get in for nine ninety five, or uh, advance tickets six ninety five. Right, and if you want to join the the festivities, like the concert and everything, the price goes up from there to like uh, seventy something dollars, I thought, and ninety something dollars for uh, everything. There else. is an evening ball. I'm, I'm looking at the website here on Saturday, starting at six. I don't know what that encompasses entirely, but it's pretty expensive. At the gate, it's ninety nine ninety five. Uh, although you can again get cheaper tickets online ahead of time. And there's a Saturday night concert if you just want to see Marquia Vaudeville. Uh, that's uh, another fourteen ninety five fee uh, or, or eleven ninety five ahead of time. Uh, a Queen's Tea at 2 p.m. daily. Mm-hmm. Again, 14.95. Saturday and Sunday. Right. I'm seeing a steampunk art contest. I'm seeing a cowboy poetry contest, a photo contest, a cowboy song contest. <laughs> so there's a lot of a um, lot of stuff. Old Bridge Rhythm Band is going to be playing. A lot of ways they reach in your pocket, <laughs> I guess. The great Rondini looks like an escape artist as well. Ooh. Yep, engaging escape artists. The great Rondini is exciting and engaging. 
Escape artist, he brings a new flair to the ancient art of escape, combining amazing skills, humor, and audience participation to create an unforgettable experience. Will he make it out this time? Come see and cheer him on as he continues to defy the odds and the physical limits of a human body. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. I mean, it's the out, you, you, paid a, you paid a gate fee and you have all this stuff going on. And then at night, there's the ball and a concert on Saturday night, I believe. So I don't think we're going to be attending the ball and concert, but we'll definitely be running around outside. We're going to take a look yeah. at it uh, at, at least day trip. during the day. Mm-hmm. See what is on uh, Saturday, to probably. See. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So I mean, that that's it's a it's a it's a it's a new steampunk event in Texas. I feel like we should probably at least you know, yeah check it out yeah <laughs> patronize it. Yep. So, and, but on that same weekend, there's other things going on in case you can't make it out there. One of them is um, yep. Erica. You got that Here one. Here in Austin, it's the uh, Mad Hatter's Tea Party 16. This is an event uh, that's happening Saturday, December 16th from 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. at the Menarca Ballroom, uh, which is, I think it used to be a movie theater, and then it was where the Empty Bowl project used to be, uh, kind of over there. Oh. Uh, I believe, maybe I could be wrong. I'm at the link. No, I'm wrong. No. Oh my gosh, I'm so wrong. Uh, <laughs> Monarca Ballroom, sixty-nine fifty U.S. Highway one eighty-three South. Nowhere near where I was thinking it was. I don't know. Okay, uh, there are tickets available. Uh, Mad Hatter Tea Party sixteen is a radical audiovisual experience presented by Area five twelve Entertainment, Austin's number one dance music event providers. It is sixteen. 16- and up to enter, and 21 and up to drink. Uh, there will be JD's Lasers, Austin Dance Syndicate, Fat Stream. It's time to take another trip down the rabbit hole. For over a decade, Area 512 Entertainment has brought you colorful characters, banging beats, and good vibes. The installment of Mad Hatter's Tea Party offers several DJs, something for everyone, no matter what your cup of tea. With three rooms featuring Fat Stream Sound and JDS Lasers, your eyes will light up like diamonds. Pull up a flamingo and grab some bread and butterflies at the Eat Me, Drink Me concession. There are many tasty little treats for everyone, from the Queen of Hearts to the Dormouse. Join us as we follow the White Rabbit to your unbirthday party and a very merry unbirthday party to you. Okay, so it's definitely a party. Sounds like a rave kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, could it be fun? <laughs> I'm checking the map. It's actually uh, south on 183, just past the airport. So going out toward Curve, uh, Curville? No. No. Glean? Glean. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, that, that place where the barbecue is. Yep, and it's it's going to be $10 if you're an early bird, 15 pre-sale, 25 pre-sale, or 25 at the door. Rain or shine, no refunds. Lockhart. Lockhart, where the barbecue is. Yep. So, okay, south of the airport on 183. <laughs> yes, we, we're not trying to get you lost. <laughs> um, luckily, we'll post a link and so, you can find it yourself. It's north? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what part of Mexico is that? <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, if, if, you're, if your flavor of Victorian runs towards Alice in Wonderland delights, that sounds like a good time. Yep. Yeah, so also that very same weekend, in case you can't make it to either one of those. Holy smokes. And also, well, if you, this is actually better if you have children. You'll probably enjoy this. Uh, this is the best dinosaur show in Texas. I just imagine wearing my pith helmet and, and explorer's outfit going to this. Uh, it's at the Austin Convention Center. Uh-huh. I'm um, starting December 15th all the way to the 17th. There's ticket information I'll send a link to. It's a Jurassic Quest is coming to Austin, Texas. We will be at the Austin Convention Center this December 15th, 16th, and 17th. 
Jurassic Quest is the largest dinosaur event in North America. Our exhibit features 80 animatronic life-size dinosaurs and walks you through the tri- Triassic, <laughs> Jurassic, and Cretaceous periods. Walking dinosaur rides and animatronic dinosaur rides. That sounds like fun. I'm sure that's probably for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> fossil digs, paleontology and fossil stations, science stations, a cinema, dinosaur bounce houses, bungee pools, crafts, face paintings, green screen photo, and dinosaur, and dinosaur jeopardy, and much more. <laughs> Plenty of activities for the family. You'll meet our interactive baby dinosaurs not found anywhere else. Mark your calendars. You do not want to miss out on all the dinosaur fun. So yeah, this is definitely very kid friendly. So if you have a bunch, if you have a lot of children and you can't make it to these other more adult <laughs> situations, and that's in in Austin. Yeah, it's here in Austin at the convention center. Okay, right Crazy. Down, downtown town. That sounds like fun. It does. <laughs> a lot of dinosaur stuff going on. I want to ride the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I just imagined wearing my pith helmet and not you know my my explorer's outfit for this one. Oh, did y'all see the event going on also on Saturday, December sixteenth? <laughs> I, I totally... That weekend is so full. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a Victorian holiday market. Ooh. So if you're still shopping for holiday gifts for your friends, December 16th and 17th at Victoria's Black Swan Inn at 1006 Holbrook Road, San Antonio, Texas. Okay, for San Antonio. Uh, there will be two days of amazing holiday shopping. 30 vendors featuring handcrafts, arts, jewelry, food, baked goods, music, mystical gifts, herbs, dark attic, esoteric boutique, tattoos by Buddha, holiday decor, wreaths, soy candles, bath and beauty products, purple pig barbecue, the honey house boutique, cinegents, pure romance, paparazzi jewelry, origami owl, and so much more. The list of vendors continues to grow. Be sure and come and see all the amazing vendors and gifts ideas. Santa is sure to arrive, so make sure to have the kids ready for the photo op. As long as it's not family, back alley Santa. <laughs> no, this is not a back alley Santa production. <laughs> this is family and pet friendly. They'll be open Saturday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sunday 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free admission, $3 parking. Come in from Eisenhower Road. Uh, map quest for the Eisenhower flea market for directions to Holbrook. Oh, okay. Ritterman is closed due to construction. So uh, it, it looks like a beautiful kind of old Victorian mansion, possibly haunted. And uh, if you have any Christmas gifts, holiday gifts that you still need to find, this might be the place to do it. Yeah, so it sounds like you can stop there because you got to go through San Antonio to get the Kerrville. You can stop there, look around, and then head on out to the Wild West Victorian. <gasps> Hello! <laughs> what a day! Yeah. Full, and now I'm shopping. willing to bet that we are just scratching the surface on the events yeah. that are happening through this month. Definitely. We don't have anything. We're not aware of events happening in the Houston area, but I know there are. There has to be. Uh, mm-hmm. Dallas-Fort Worth area, there's got to be a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Santa Rampage this weekend. I know that's not really <laughs> steampunk, but our friend Linavere is going to that. Well, there's Apparently there's... Dallas, there's one in Fort Worth, there's and, one in Austin. And they, like, they're all happening at the same time, yeah. I think. The yeah. Fort Worth one is Friday night, the yeah. Dallas one is Saturday night, this week, uh, this upcoming weekend. And the Austin um, one might be this weekend, I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The, the Austin Santa Rampage has gotten strangely political. Um, 
Let's see. There are holiday light trails everywhere. There's everywhere. one in Buda. There's one in Austin. There's one out at the Circuit of Americas so you have to pay to get into. There's one in Kerrville There's now. one in Kerrville. Well, probably not just now. They've had it, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Uh, there's one in Bernie that you had just seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Mozart's Coffee House. Oh, the, yeah. That's a great display. Uh, it's got an amazing display every year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've been to that one. Um, mm-hmm. But wherever you are in the great free state of Texas... There is a, a Christmas light show very near you, which you should dress up for. Yes. Go dress up. Because Christmas is Victorian. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Seeing holiday carols. Yeah. The, the movie coming out, or is out now, that we haven't seen yet, but we're planning to, hopefully before it goes away, is The Man Who Invented Christmas. It's about Charles Dickens, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. He's the reason for the season. <laughs> sort of. Sort of? Well, there's Dickens festivals all over Texas. That's true. <laughs> We've just gone to two of them. And uh, and that's not the only uh, movie coming out that's mm-hmm. right up our alley. <laughs> nope. Uh, there's another one called uh, The Greatest Showman, which is about P.T. Barnum. It's about Wolverine and his circus. <laughs> Starring Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yes, Hugh Jackman, who played Wolverine, yes. It's true. It's true. No, he, he is Wolverine. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scientifically proven. Well, he, well, Wolverine is almost immortal. He's probably, he was probably, he could have been P.T. Barnum. <laughs> we don't know. There's an interesting <laughs> crossover of worlds. And then uh, there's a movie called The Current Wars. Right, which is about Edison and Tesla. <laughs> So that's not quite out yet. I think that's coming out in the next couple of weeks. But these are movies we're planning to go see. So if if you go for see some them. reason, <laughs> none of these events, you know, thrill you, go see a movie. And tell us about it. <laughs> it it's, it's probably, you know, for an hour and a half to two hours, it's a little break in the middle of your shopping, you know, freak out. Because yeah. we're getting closer <laughs> and closer to the deadline right. or yeah or, or if any of them were playing during christmas and you want to get away from your family go, go sneak out and go watch that <laughs> yes, um, please. because everyone else will be watching the bigger movies like star wars and i think black panther no not yet that's next year <laughs> but a christmas story yeah. i know there's a cable channel the, that the, just plays that over right and over and over, and over and again over. right there's there's plenty of other movies that are going to be out as well but i know i know for a fact the theaters are pretty crowded on christmas day but you know, how many people are going to go see a current war? <laughs> uh, steampunkers are going to go see the current war. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's lots to do. And if you can't have any fun in December as a steampunk, then you are just not trying. Yeah, you're not doing it You've right. You've got no one to blame but yourselves. <laughs> but we want to help you. Yes, Reach out. Make a call for help. Also, if for some reason you don't want to get out of the house and you happen to play video games, particularly Fallout... Um, apparently, there's this uh, radio retro future for Fallout happening starting on December 20th all the way to the 31st. I don't play Fallout, but, you know, this is a – yes, December is drawing to a close. And with it, the launch of radio retro future for Fallout 4, a whole steampunk-ish radio station that is part of the old world radio for you to enjoy while exploring the Boston Wasteland with over six hours of audio, including the adventures and ramblings of the Absence fiend Belazar Gerard – Gerard's and his robots. I don't know if he's a Fallout-related character, but if you play Fallout, you might be interested in I think in this. he's the host of the radio show. Oh, okay. And there's a lot of bands, some bands we recognize. Uh, Professor Elemental is going to be involved, um, Steampunk Stompers, 
Clockwork Opera. BB Black Dog. <laughs> BB Black Dog. Uh, um, not, not involved so much as he's going, going to play, play their play. music. He's going to play They probably music. don't know. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so if you, if, you know, if you don't want to get out of the house and you're going to hide from the world but, and, and play a video game, you know, there's something else for Steampunker to do. I think finally we have one last thing on the 21st. We do? Yeah, the yes. Steampunk Lamp Factory. Oh, the Steampunk hello. Mixer. <laughs> Their last uh, Steampunk Mixer for the year. Um, that's right, the 21st, which is, uh, what, winter solstice? Yes, on the solstice. Come celebrate with your fellow pagans. Pagan it up or <laughs> something. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about the steampunk mixers in San Marcos many times, mm-hmm. and they're always a good time. And this time, he is hosting uh, or, uh, another steampunk band out of San Marcos that we heard about at the last show we were at called Space Core. Space Core. Like, no, that one word, S-P-A-C-E-C-O-R-P. Okay. S- and they're going to be playing there? They're going to be playing there. Awesome. And I don't know anything about them except they dress in, like... Goofy space costumes and goggles. <laughs> I mean, I see a band with goggles. I assume that must be for us. They must be, yeah. Uh, trying to get our attention. Yeah. So that, that it's got to be awesome. It's got to be some kind of fun, yeah, crazy definitely. thing. Also, free beer. Oh, even better, yeah. And, well, and usually, and snacks. A lot of snacks. Pizza sometimes. Yeah. Wings other times. Definitely Jim snacks. is an amazing host. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Good times. Yeah, so if you're anywhere in the San Marcos, Austin area, Buda, anywhere anywhere nearby, try to try to swing by. It's uh, Thursday, December 21st, about 8 p.m. You know, they says 8 p.m. to 11, but I'm sure that a lot of people stay later. <laughs> we, yeah, I can't stay that late per se because you know it's weekday. We go st- if we can straight from work and uh, or as close. Yeah, you know, throw on new clothes, <laughs> run out the door. Fight traffic all the way to San Marcos. We get there about seven thirty or eight. Yep. But once again, like I said, we talk about it all the time. It's always a good time. We're gonna be there again. Hopefully I'll be there. I don't think we're And it's small enough and, and you know, cozy enough. Mm-hmm. You don't have to feel afraid, just come up, say hello. Right. Talk to people. Talk we to wanna us. we wanna talk to you. <laughs> we just don't know you yet. Not yet. We wanna know you. Speaking of, I think that's that covers everything for the rest of the year. That we know of. That we know, we of. know of. Let us know if there's so, if something we missed or something you want us to get out there. You know, paste it, post it to our page on Facebook, Texas Steampunk Connection. Or for some reason you don't have Facebook, I, we have an email address now, Texas Steampunk Connection at gmail.com. And if you have any pictures of Memphis that you took in Bernie <laughs> or uh, Galveston, we would love to see them. Let's tag them. <laughs> Memphis doesn't have his own Facebook page yet. You know, I should <laughs> yes. probably fix that. <laughs> and we'd like to thank our sponsors at uh, Fanboy TV. Yep. Who are who we are partner sponsors partners yeah. with now. Uh, you can find them at fanboytv.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've got a number of different programs, podcasts, and uh, television programs. If you can call it television anymore. For and whatever YouTube flavor programs. or brand of nerd that you are. <laughs> yep. Uh, Lots of stuff to, to see there, and uh, yeah, I, I think, think we've I think we've covered yeah, everything. Oh Lord Almighty! We hope you have a terrific holiday. I hope we have one more episode before the end of the year. Um, yeah, episode twenty episodes would be a nice round number to stop at for this season. It'll probably be our year in review mm-hmm. episode where we talk about uh, what we talked about. <laughs> and, oh, and, won't that be fun? And what we can 
you know, <laughs> kind of consider doing in in uh, in the See, coming resolutions. We should have resolutions. Ooh. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. What, what we can tease uh, about season three and uh, yeah. So I've got some ideas well, for some changes. Hopefully for the better. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. It, We'll see how it goes. So we appreciate you sticking around with us and uh, listening through our our years uh, year of season two here. And uh, have a happy holiday uh, with your family or without it, <laughs> whichever and, you prefer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that's it. Yeah. So until next time, mind the fruit cake. Oh, well, <laughs> watch out for that fruit cake. <laughs> All right. Mind, mind your, your gauges. Thanks for listening. This has been the Texas Steampunk Connection. Opening music was the Texas Steer Rag by George Botsford, recorded in 1909. Please like us on Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection. Where you will find a link to all the topics we talked about in this episode. Until next time, mind mind your gauges. gauges.